All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of The Real Life Podcast, brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. And we play. We can talk over the jam. We're live. This is radical. Jared dropped this on us on ON Radio on Friday, and it just blew my mind. So so is, am I rapping if I've got you a could. track behind? Oh, if you wow. got a bar. You got bars, drop one down. God damn. I feel like I'm on the cypher. XXL cypher. Jared, you've done it again. That was some pro shit. That was very pro shit. Wow. Wow. Should we get face tattoos and drink lean? We're SoundCloud rappers. I am really disturbed by how many face tattoos these kids are getting. And what they're getting. Yeah, like Post Malone's got that one where it's just like rain off the side of his face. And then Lil Xan's got the blood coming out of his eye. Well, and always tired written under your eyes. That's not yeah. smart. No, no. It's like stitches, man. He's going to have a hard time being Philip Carlo again one day. But really, all they're betting on is that the face tattoo removal industry continues to increase in quality and decrease in price. Or face replacement. <laughs> True. Oh, face off. <laughs> 1997's face off. Uh. John Travolta, Nick Cage. Great movie. Takashi 69. Like, I'm going to get 69 tattooed right across my face. Everywhere. He's got a giant one on his chest, his whole arm. You're committed to 69 at that point. Hell yeah. Nice. Very nice. Justin Bieber got a face tattoo over the weekend, legit, or last week. Get out. Over his eyebrow. It's like, beautiful It's face. like gray. Always married? Yeah. Not on meth. Gentlemen, did you know today is episode 97 of the Real Life Podcast? 97 episodes, Wanya, you've been doing this. God damn. I think I've only missed like five. Five or six. That's not bad. I came in probably like last December, January. So 40 episodes in? Probably something like that. Jay, when did you come in? Oh, geez. I don't know. Uh, probably, yeah, in the early 40s, late 30s. So we've probably been doing this 
as a trio longer than the original band yeah. of me and Gregor Struts. Oh, for sure. Laws changed since uh, you guys were at the table upstairs. Well, in terms of what? Everything. You're one. You're not the table upstairs. That's true. We're the table downstairs. <laughs> yeah. God, what an age. <laughs> we now Weed's have headphones legal. on. Weed's yeah. legal. Oh, wow, <laughs> we have true. headphones on. Jared's here. Jared's here. Yeah. Just heard the Ghost Ride the Whip intro, which is hot. Coming under the intro. Never heard that before. Do you remember that Ghost Ride the Whip era? Oh, jeez. Oh, it's a wonderful people era. People used to beg for it. Beg for it. We found that. I don't even remember how we found that jam. We found people ghost riding. Now ghost riding's a thing. People are jumping out of Drake videos yeah, and doing the Drake, Kiki yeah. dance and whatnot. Yeah. And then there was that remix on YouTube, which was a horrible 8088 remix that we got addicted to and started playing after every goal. And their video went from like 30,000 views to 400,000 views. And then they hit us up, remember? Bag Milk. And then they're like, I'm, we're from Calgary. Oh, I didn't know they were from Calgary. I remember you would talk to them, but I don't remember they're from Calgary. Yeah, they're from Calgary. And they were like Sick. kids. And then they'd made that remix. And then the remix had blown up. And then they'd made a Doritos commercial. Like they <laughs> entered into a contest and they got votes and they got a Doritos deal out of it. I was like, it's the new Tiesto. It's amazing. When you see stuff online, you just think they're from like some magical, like mysterious place. And it's like, oh, I'm from Winnipeg. It's yeah. Like, oh. Kind of like takes are you takes away from it a bit, yeah. right? Like, oh, for sure. I want them to be like, I'm from Monaco. Yeah. Like, this makes perfect sense. Calgary. Now they Making, live forever. Yeah, just like Daquan. Daquan's from Calgary. I know. Yeah, and he's like a high school kid. Instagram sensation. I imagine these guys like these meme lords working in like a crystal tower. There's like 50 floors of people reviewing meme content, and one works its way up to the meme lord at the top of the building who sits in his chair or her chair, and they bring it to him on like printed out paper. <laughs> they go, what do you think, Daquan? Then he clicks share. <laughs> Send. So many good accounts out there. So many clever people. It's just funny how we were talking about upstairs, the boys, meme historians, we were calling ourselves, mm. how they've changed from just the simple text at the top and bottom of a picture to now all kinds of clever shit. I'm dealing with this guy for sumo jerky. This is called native content. I want to get a meme lord to take over the sumo jerky Insta because I've been on there trying. And if you think it's hard to write about the Winnipeg Jets bag milk, try and make compelling beef jerky content. It's damn near impossible. So we're trying memes. And uh, I've got this guy named Dougie House, and he's got, I think, like 600,000 followers. I follow Dougie House. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm talking to this guy. I phoned him. And I'm like, wow, Dougie House. I have no idea what Dougie House is. An hour <laughs> Mr. Early. House. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, oh, thank you for taking me. I assume you're on your jet. And he was telling me kind of how these deals work, these Instagram influencer deals. So he does deals with Adam and Eve, free shout out. You know what they do, Bag Milk? I've heard. Yeah. Yes. So they pay this guy like five posts. They'll give him cash in advance and a, and a redeem code or whatever it is, right? So use Dougie House for 10% off your sex toys. He says he'll get like 30 some odd people buying every time he posts and sometimes higher and sometimes lower. And that's his average. And then he went through this huge spike in followers. And then he's like, no, I priced myself out of the market. I can't get people. Wow. So then I had to bring my prices back down. But like, if you think that making a website is hard to monetize, like remember we got into blogging, you're like, I'm going to be a blogger. I'll be rich. And my Maybach will be blue. And then we found out how much harder it is to make money than that. We're in the very small minority that can being a meme Lord is like not monetizable at all. Which is super interesting because I remember a couple of years ago now you had shared that article from Tank Sinatra was still selling fences or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't believe that he had to actually have a job. But and it's tough in the streets. Well, it's tough in the streets. And you got to think about it as a business. right? You can't just be out there cranking out memes. Yeah. If you're I mean, if you want to fine, if that's what you're into it for. And then people got like Patreons. Like if you like my memes, hit up my Patreon. Nobody gives a shit about your memes enough for a Patreon. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to get into the mix. You told me about this thing and I found it. I found a list called Cameo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is what we're thinking of for Sumo, too. Cameo is essentially a service where you can pay a celebrity, quote unquote, X number of dollars and they'll do a shout out video for you. Yeah. And there is they make it on their phone. Beauties on they'll ha- like a selfie video. Yeah. And you send them effectively what you want them to say. Yeah, pretty much like I read through the instruction instructions on a lot of them and there's pretty much anybody anything you want they'll say if it's not crossing the line. Oh god. I yeah, I've got some ideas. Yeah, well, and this I don't want to jinx anything so I'm not going to say them yet. But like for 50 bucks <laughs> if you want Andy Dick to be like Tyratty is the answer. I'm Andy Dick. 50 bucks he'll say it. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't I'm know. Bob Layton. Sorry. <laughs> Do you guys follow Bob Menery on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. You could that get guy's him. got a voice. He's got a great voice, and you could get him to do something for next to nothing. His is less than 50 bucks if you just want to shout out video. It's just hilarious the amount of Lance Bass is on here. Oh. Well, that's who I messaged about. And I was like, uh, does this count for ads for companies? Because I got my beef jerky website, and I like them. They're like, if you have 150 bucks, Mr. Bass will be happy to say whatever you like, as long as it's not offensive. Which is crazy, because you'd think Lance Bass would have some cake left over, wouldn't you? Well, I guess it's one of those things where like if you get six of these things a week and you can hammer them out in an hour in the back of your Soldier Boys on there. Nine hundred bucks. Yeah. Soldier Boy is rich. Like, let's always remember. This is the key cornerstone of what you always have to remember, bag milk. Soldier Boy is rich. And he will never stop chasing paper. He's making a video game right now. <laughs> of course. I was is. watching his, well, he, his does, I, doesn't he already have one like as an app? Yep. He has he has S O M D S O D M G radio. He's making a game. It shows him like with gamers testing the game. He's like, We just put in a 360 interactive world and da 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 da. I think he like invested in a bunch of shit too online. Soldier Boy, if he's on there, he is getting paid. Well, for a hundred bucks, you can have Soldier Boy tell say whatever you want. Remember when uh J Rock shouted out Wanye wearing nation gear? Man, I was there when he did it. That's the, like the highlight of being Wanye <laughs> thus far. Just seeing JT, Jonathan Torrens, just... <laughs> the other JT? Yeah, the other JT. Canadian he, JT. Exactly. He just kind of transformed himself. It was awesome. Consummate pro. Ridiculous. Really nice dude, too. Huge fan of the nation. Shout out to Jonathan Torrens. That was free. Imagine we could get Soldier Boy and be like, hey, it's your man, Soldier Boy. You're listening to the Real Life Podcast brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. I just, I, I crank that. I, I like to picture him <laughs> starting the ad out going with what this is or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, and then he goes through it because you paid a hundred bucks to get Soldier Boy to say whatever you want. Tank Sinatra's on that app. Oh, fuck, man. He's I need to get on here. Cameo. I need to be famous to be able to just read shit for 50 bucks. At See, a I time. think it's easier to Bag get. Milk's for sale. I'm surprised he's not on there. I should be on here. Or at least on Fiverr or something. I can for $5, you'll shut him out for a, during a beat cast. Why not pay Lance Bass to say something hilarious for 150 bucks and then get money off the ads from that? <laughs> I should pay Lance Bass. Oh, Lance Bass could lead into like the uh, beat cast or booze cast or whatever. For sure. Exactly. This is Lance Bass. Eat shit flames. Like you could get that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's like I'm writing ideas down. Like, and also with uh, I, how, how did, Bob Menery. Bob Menery, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy, like, we could do some shit with that guy. Oh, he's got the voice. How about Wesley Snipes? You could have Blade read your ad. It pay it directly to the IRS? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It goes Just straight Venmo to the IRS. Well, 500 bucks, though, for Blade. Oh, jeez. Wesley Snipes needs the cash. But that's, like, it's interesting. If you're like in the, if you're in the playoffs, right. oh, and you're like, exactly. I hate you, Anaheim. Yeah. I'm going to spend four hundred dollars yeah. to get all the fifty dollars celebrities on yeah. on cameo to tell you to suck it. Yeah, but it's interesting looking through this list. And then the Oilers Nation logo on the video, and that just released that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be magic. Hey, it's me, Lance Bass. That's the thing. I, I wrote also wrote the p word down. I think we're gonna keep these in the can as like surprise. Why people might they want to come as part of the journey? 
That's why that's true. That's true. So the 12 people <laughs> yeah, in, exactly. in this chat room exactly. that we're in right now are in the know. And when you see it come out, you'll be, you'll, you'll, you knew it was happening, but you'll still be impressed and shocked that it did. It's sad that the Oilers didn't make the playoffs for the first 10 years of the nation, obviously. Obviously, for a thousand reasons. But a lot of the reasons are all the funny shit we didn't get to do that we well, had planned. And, you know, it, it, it gave us 10 years to learn. Yeah. Because now we're like, oh, we got an idea of when, the, like, next time. Like, oh, yeah. we got, like, yeah. we, we've got, we've, we've got some thoughts. Yeah. And we've got some plans. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, yeah, just, just keep deploying them. We got to get the nation limo back. We got to get the nation limo back, man. That was the greatest thing. Bag milk thoughts. Oh, I love the nation video. And then this time around in nation limo 2.0, 3.0, you walk in and you get Waka Flocka giving you an introduction. Waka Flocka's on here, Wanye. No, he isn't. Oh, you know he is, buddy. You want Waka Flocka to do your video? He's here. This list is fantastic. It's like a who's who of internet people from all over the decade. They're taking off. This company has got VC and is like going for it. And they're contacting agents plenty, and they're just signing people up. Well, I get it. I get it. Like the list is pretty hilarious. Like you want Tommy Lee? Huh? Maybe you'll smash. There's the way more people on here than there was two weeks ago. And how long is the video? Like 10 seconds? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Looking through it. It's not going to be very long. But like they can bang tips. out a hundred of these a day if they wanted to. Yeah, not even bad an eye. It's just like they've got they they they've got their script and they just replace the brand name here or the name here. Like they just probably. I think most of it isn't ads because that was my concern when I emailed in. I'm like, is it okay if it's an ad? They don't like, give a shit. We do not give one shit. Yeah, you have 450 bucks. You got yeah. yourself Lance Bass exactly. for 13 seconds. Yeah, that's incredible. Only but, rappers. That'd be great for sumo. That'd be fantastic. We're riffraff eating jerky. Come on. I'd watch that. It's amazing. Like if you asked me how much it would cost for Waka Flocka Flame to do anything, how much was it? Five hundred. Uh, actually, it says price unlisted. So Waka Flocka is probably yeah. gonna run you up a little bit. Yeah. Not Caitlyn Jenner money. Caitlyn Jenner's a grand. If That's you want a lot. Caitlyn Jenner, you got one grand. Cool Gino for Caitlyn. Or wow. Brett the Hitman Hart. Hey, Yukon. Oh. Everything is wrestling. Get the Hitman on there. Interesting. You're listening to everything's wrestling. I'm Brett the Hitman Hart or whatever he talks like. I'm sorry, is Brett the Hitman Hart in here? That was an amazing, amazing. Uncanny. Wow. But gentlemen, we started off this podcast with one thing in mind. It was episode 97, and I want to bring it back to him. Just talk about Connor aimlessly for a few minutes? I don't get the connection. (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) I'm sorry, Connor. I'm still of the mind that the decade of darkness was worth it getting Connor McDavid, even making the playoffs one in the first three years, it's still all been worth it. I know. The entire all, thing is worth it. All of the moves that led before the 2015 season, when, when I have to catch myself or when people say it, I'm like, stop yeah. it. I'm like, that had to happen. Yeah. Because because of that happened, Connor McDavid became an Edmonton owner. Yeah. Do you remember where you were when the golden ticket was flipped, Jay? <laughs> One mil. It's like I can, I can I can still smell like the air, like the, the environment I was in. I was helping my dad clean his blinds because he uh, doing him a favor. And um, oh, was that doing him a favor? Oh, I was doing him a favor. I was doing like chores. And we're cleaning the blinds. And I looked, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch the lottery. I'm not gonna watch the lottery. I'm like, oh shit, it's like six o'clock. The lottery's on. I'm like, hey, just give me a couple minutes. I want to see where the Oilers go in the lottery. Turn on the TV. You know. 45 seconds later, golden ticket gets pulled out. And I just start yelling and jumping. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And and my dad was like, what happened? I'm like, the others won the golden ticket. We're going to draft Connor McDavid. And he's like, 
You think they'll actually take him? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And that's when I realized my dad truly isn't an this fan. We had left the office that Friday talking about guys like Noah Hannafin, Dylan Strom. We were all kind of resigned to the fact that Connor McDavid was not going to be an opportunity for us. So I remember rewinding my PVR 15 times to make sure that what I actually saw was correct. And then as I'm doing this, I got a very excited phone call from one Wanye Von Gretz. <laughs> and Wanye, you had just left a meeting or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was at Earl's, Tin Palace, where everything good happens in Edmonton. And I was having a meeting with a dude and I was like keeping one eye on it and listening to him sort of and one eye and one eye and one eye. But in the lead up to the lotto, MVP Parker Knox, you know our boy? Of course. Fort McMurray fame. He'd been messaging me on Twitter and various platforms for months being like, Connor McDavid is going to be an oiler. You'll see. And he must have messaged me four or five times that summer. And I'm like, man, this motherfucker is convinced that Connor McDavid's going to be an oiler. And so guy I'm meeting with goes to the bathroom and I'm watching the screen and I'm watching the screen and they pull the card and I go, oh, shoot. Because I didn't understand how it worked, right? We must have picked fourth or whatever it was. And then my brain goes, but why is the back of that card gold? And then I could feel my brain like chemically changing as like it clued into what the fuck was going on. So then I shrieked like a (laughs) banshee on an Irish lock. I shrieked loud and the waitress walking by dropped her tray of drinks. And at that point, the dude I was meeting with came out of the bathroom and just saw a tray of drinks smashed everywhere, a frightened server at Earl's and me like, I'm out of here. And then I phoned Jay and then we phoned Mandy's and then it was game time. Yeah. And then so it was the back bar to the pint or at the pints and talking with Rick. And yeah, that was probably one of the best days of my life. That and then for me, that was a great day. And then for me, the day he was drafted when we threw that draft party at the pint. Yeah. The place was rammed. We, we've never packed the place that full before. It was a thousand degrees outside. Beautiful day. It was everything was coming together. And we had a bar full of nation citizens together. Great time. And then as soon as he put on that jersey, I just remember Rick walking around with his little tray of jack shots, handing them off to each and every one of the boys. Just a new era begins, gentlemen. It was history. I remember my sister who was like seven and a half months pregnant. I was like, well, you know, we're going to go to the pint for the Connor party. She's like, no, I'm coming. Like, you can't come here. Two people right now. She's like, nope, he needs to be there. Her son was later born, and she brought him to the pint party for Connor. And then three months out of the gate, as it were, we took him to his first game. Well, when's the, the draft is July. June. No, it's June, June? 20, oh, yeah. 20 something. Late June. And, and uh, he was born July 4th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was like a two Yeah, weeks. he was like a week away from. Yeah. Wow. And she was in the pint. Bless her heart. Looking back on the three years and change of his career so far, is there a moment that sticks out to either of you that just goes... Wow. It's like eight a game. Yeah, no, there's been there's been so many. Like the first thing that popped to mind that, that when you mentioned that is just his first game back after injury. That was well, the goal. When he just lit the Columbus Blue Jackets on fire. Yeah. Uh with that amazing goal. I, I tweet I've tweeted this, I think, every single game now, but every minute you spend watching this kid play hockey is just it's worth your time yeah. every time. Even even when he's not producing points, it's still entertaining. He's do, he's doing something. He's doing everything. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, to me, it feels like he's waiting to be drafted to a league above the NHL. 
<laughs> it's just his always, affiliate. It's team. just just yeah. him playing pickup by himself. Yeah, he is William Nylander in Switzerland right now, but he's doing it to NHL players where he's just like, "This is fun, I guess. This is how I'll spend my day." Can't wait for the real league to get here. Boys, let's take a break. We'll come back after this. We'll keep talking Connor on the 97th episode of the Real Life Podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? Yeah, can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jappamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. We're back. Real life podcast. Talking with Jared at the break. Understanding how actual audio video is assembled. It's a fascinating process. Production. What, how's that pronounced? Production. It's putting uh, ads in in post. Post-production. Is that right? We're leveling up, Wanya. <sighs> when that bloody anthem kicked in there to start... Damn. It's like we're becoming the Jappa machinery of audio produced podcasts. Native content, slick Look production. Look at this guy. Unbelievable. Slides it in there like a pro. Uh, <laughs> like a, never mind. Shout out to Jappa Machinery Group. Group of companies, history of reliability since 1972, won't you? What do you think of that? Well, I'll tell you, I know the whole story of Jappa. I could tell, I could talk your ear off. Well, go for it. I've been living it. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I really need them to bring me out to their shop again because I had a great time smashing shit and I want to do it again. Are we going to see any of that content? Like when the others smash a team, are we going to see people smashing a fridge with Jappa? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to tell Chris content. about that. Like yeah, underneath yeah. the scoreboard, like Oiler smash Pred 6-2 Jappa. I'm going to talk to Chris ah. about that because he's got all that video on his phone. We all smash stuff good. We smashed yeah, yeah. real and good. I, I, another thing we should do because I know one of the owners of Jappa would love it if Jappa was involved with some sort of giant hit. Smash! Jappa. Loot smash! Oh, okay, I see where you're going. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Hit I'll, of the game. I'll see what... Uh, hit of the game. Ooh, I bet you Jappa would love hit of the game. That's the whole thing. If I know the sheriff, who is my D partner, <laughs> who's my D partner in men's league. <laughs> Ironically, he's Green. not listening to this podcast because he's too busy working at Jappa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've got grown-up jobs over there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they're busy. They're busy. That's actually a good idea, though. Yeah. See, we're talking it out on the air. See, we're taking people along for the journey. Jim. Workshopping. Workshopping. The I'll talk to Chris about what people are listening right now. They're like, so let me get this straight. Real life is now just them talking about business ideas and ads for jerky. Yes, that's exactly strange. It. Southern listener. We can talk about, <laughs> hey, the rumors that I heard just the other day that Julie Chen Moonves may be off Big Brother next season. Huh? How's that? Are we Loyal ready for listener? that? I guess we are. You've, you've already tabled it. I huh? thought we we're going to continue listener? to talk about Connor, everyone. But yeah, yeah, no, we'll go back. We'll go back. I'm a big brother fan, so I will definitely interrupt everything we're doing to talk about this. How do you feel about this? Is I, like, oh, I feel There's like, no official word, but looks like, according to the National Enquirer, which we know is a very rock-solid source of news, that she may be out. Like, Julie Chen has been a part of a, of a large chapter of my life. She's yeah, been entertaining me because I came in late into the Big Brother scene. It was the Evil Dick year, season eight, and I think there's been like 10 more since. So she has been, you know, for 10 summers, the face and the voice of each of those summers. That's right. It's so it's be a it's, big change. Yeah, it's it's I, I know there's a, there's some shit going on around there and whatever, but like and, and I knew this was kind of coming, but I'm still like shocked and saddened to hear this. So she got she was on the voice, correct? 
She no, was on the, the, the talk. The talk. The, the talk. talk voice. So she had to resign from that? She, she resigned from the talk because she didn't, admittedly didn't want to talk about everything that's going For on. For sure. Which, when the show's called the talk and you don't want to talk, that's a problem. Yeah. But now it that's looks the like... the first she, rule of the talk. You got to talk. Got to open up. Got to talk on the talk. If you don't, it's a bad show. Just got to walk. It's called the listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't listen to a show? Listen. No. <laughs> uh, and then looking forward now, it looks like she may be out on Big Brother as well. No it sucks, more. man. I mean, your husband... We'll presume innocent, probably guilty, but you're standing beside him and you're booted off both shows you're on. So if I'm Big Brother and you have to try to I, fill the giant shoes of Julie Chen. It's clearly going to be next house guest. And, yep. and it, it's clearly who? Uh, it's going to be, uh, what's his name? The Chris's boy there, the cop, the winner. Derek? Yeah, I'm going to say it's going to uh, be Derek. Who's the guy I, who came into the house this summer and he had like the high part and the shaved side of his head like we all have. And he came in dark hair. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, well, Je- Je- like, like Jeff is endearing. Like I love Jeff, Derek, Derek. I, I had a lot of respect for, but I don't think I'm gonna like vibe. Like he's not gonna pull me in as like a commentator or presenter. I the don't best, think. the best host would be Doctor Will, but he's actually got shit. Yeah, going he's, on. Yeah, he, he's. I made, would yeah. pull all time favorites of the show who offended no one. Jeff, Jeff, they it, make it, Jeff it, the it's, host. It's, it's yeah, and Jeff already kind of he does like he's got a show around Big Brother and stuff. There it goes. I just I, I I don't I don't know if he's got the chops either, but I just I, I he'll do it for peanuts because yeah. he loves the show. First mistake, Jeffrey. Uh, oh, but yeah. I'm trying to think who else could you would you'd pick Mike Frankie Boogie, Grande. Mike Boogie needs the money. Frankie Grande. So that's actually not a because because he's an entertainer. Yeah. Like he's like he brings energy. So maybe he they could. go to two guest hosts. Maybe they do like a like a two host situation. Oh, like the first uh, season of American Idol. Yeah, Glunkman or whatever his name is. Ryan Glunkman. <laughs> oh, the two Ryans? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The good you, Ryan you, and the you, other you Ryan. You already knew just by his last name he was doomed. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Seacrest or yeah. Blumkin? Ironically, Ryan Seacrest's name, real name is probably Gluckman. Yeah. He's like, nope, I'm going Seacrest. The other guy's like, sticking to my gu- I'm sticking to my guns. Boys. I'm sticking <laughs> to uh, Dinkleman. 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 There it is. <laughs> his real name is probably Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Changed it to Dinkleman. Yeah, uh, he's the Pete Best of uh, <laughs> of those talent shows. God, you know what I saw this weekend, and this is not talking about Connor. Can we talk about Connor? Or do you always. want to talk about something different? Well, well, we, we can talk, talk about, about not talking about Connor. That indirectly is talking about Connor. Let's That's see true. if your topic can lead back into Connor. Ooh, challenge. Oh, I know. I Segway challenge. For go. sure. Segway challenge brought to you by Segway. I went and saw that uh, movie about Queen. Oh. oh Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah. Whoa. Can we talk about movies on real life? Of course. Hey, I want to see it. Is it good? You know what? It's bad. I go to movies in real life. If I was listening to this, though, and I was like, I want to hear about the Oilers. I want to hear about how Koskinen has two wins. And I want to hear about Chase on being rad. And I want to. Hear, and then we're or, like, or do you want to hear a struggle to talk about the Oilers? Because yeah, we get so sidetracked with real life. <laughs> ah. Ah. All right. Well, I went to this movie <laughs> and this guy, Rami, whatever the hell, Malik, whatever his name is, the actor playing uh, Freddie Mercury. Unbelievable. Despite the handicap of being given a script that is Hot garbage. Well, that I've heard the critique on it is that the members of Queen were far too involved. Exactly. To, to, to get them to sign off on licensing the music to the movie, the remaining members of Queen had to have editorial control of the script. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. So you're going through and it's like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. And then like... He comes, he, ha- he has a party at one point, Freddie Mercury, and they're all ballers at this point. And he has this giant mansion in London. And he invites them all. And the other band members come in with their spouses. 
And there's like this debauchery rock star party all around that Freddie Mercury's had. And they're all sitting on the couch with their spouses. And they're like, we don't care for this type of par- party, mm-hmm. Mr. Mercury. We're leaving. Like, give me a fucking oh, break. God. You're queen. Like, Lies. Yeah. And they showed themselves as being like sober church boys throughout the entire like run of Queen. And then also like the, the timeline of the thing is all screwy. In the movie, he contracts AIDS and then goes solo. Sorry, goes solo, contracts AIDS, comes to the band hat in hand being like, my whole solo career has gone to shit. Can we just please get together for this live aid concert? And in reality, when he went solo, he was the third band member to go solo. Two other guys put out solo albums first. Queen didn't even break up when he went solo. His solo stuff actually did really well. Oh, and when he did Live Aid, he didn't know he contracted AIDS for three more years. So he's like at the end of the show, he's like, do, 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 doing all the Queen songs. You know, you do. You're on the piano. You got your tank top on. There's some prominent Pepsi logos placed, which I enjoyed. Timeline's (laughs) all fucky. Like, he doesn't even know about this sad obviously terrible event coming so they, if, they, if, they, they told the sanitized version of queen of their story yeah. yeah like if you're going to see queen like the real shit yeah and get in the mud you're that's not what you're getting and the prosthetic teeth on this actor were <laughs> uh, like there's this one scene and it's just like there's just weird dialogue like he's sitting on the couch and there's a call and and they come to him and they're like hey freddie that was a call from a record producer. Like, this is literally how they're talking. That's a call from a record producer. We're going on tour in America. And he's like this, like, oh, good. <laughs> and that's his lyric. Oh, good. When he finds out he's going to tour North America. Oh, God. Oh, good. And oh, then there's God, another man. scene. He's in the back of Just a so limo. Just, you know, Wanya stuck his finger up his to, teeth. to be up his teeth to yeah. emulate the Buck fake Bucky yeah, exactly. Like, it was like, it was really, it was like he had two dips in his entire movie. And then there's a scene where they they meet their agent for the first time and he walks in and the agent's just like, hey, you know who I am, super agent Bramf Johnson. You're working for me now and this guy's going to take care of all your day-to-day stuff. Queen's unsigned. They're like, oh yeah? We want more money than all the other bands because we're Queen. This is literally what they say. Oh God. And like, okay. And then they're off to the next scene and you're like, who the hell wrote this? It's like, did Tommy they- Wiseau, <laughs> if anyone's seen The Room. What's that? You've never seen The Room? No. I've never seen The, the Room. The worst I've movie s- of all time. I've seen The Disaster Artist, which is the movie about the creation of that movie. And that sounds exactly like how he would talk. Well, this actor was committed oh, to the Oh, hi, role. Mark. Anyways, sorry. Oh, good. You can't have a biopic that's written by the fucking guys that were no, in No, it's got to oh. be unauthorized. Yeah, yeah man. Imagine, it was leaf. like if Suge Knight wrote the story of Dr. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, Suge Knight. Then Dr. Dre sort of bossing <laughs> me around. What the it's, hell? Wait, Suge Knight, didn't you end up in jail? No, I opened a daycare and everybody had a great time. <laughs> yeah, that you know, you can't have that. So That reminds me, though, Freddie Mercury, the rest of the band, he claimed he needed the rest of the band. And <laughs> he did. He's like, I need you guys. And they're like, mm, Maybe. You know who doesn't need the rest of the band? I was wondering, like, when's he going to do this? Connor McDavid. He does need the rest of the band. Connor McDavid is a team player. He is a team player. But you can switch out the rest of the band. I'm just happy the rest of the band has showed up to support Freddie Mercury, or in this sense, Connor McDavid. I don't know if we should be calling Connor McDavid Freddie Mercury. No, but I do respect someone who's the lead singer of a band (laughs) who can also go solo whist staying in the band, Mm. a a la Adam Levine. Mm. Yes, so He's recording the voice. So I would I would say there's 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 a connection with Connor because Connor is can be a solo career within his band. Like all the other members of Black Eyed Peas, other than Will I Am and Fergie that had solo albums. No, they look didn't. into you, Apple to App. Oh no, no, nobody didn't. bought the Apple to App album, did no. they? Mm. Fergie, 
just come back, you know? Man. So did you watch the grand final? AFL grand final this yeah. year? Yeah. Did you see Black Eyed Peas Sans Fergie? Yeah. You see the level of energy they brought to the show? Wasn't uh, Will I Am like texting during his performance? Was or he? Something? <laughs> yeah. The, the, oh, he was getting, then they had Bootleg Fergie, yeah. who was singing the parts, but they yeah. didn't show her on camera. Oh, yeah. So there'd be like a solo and the Bootleg Fergie singing, and they weren't even showing her. Good yeah. gig, though, Bootleg Fergie. Collect a paycheck, well, go sure. sing some it, songs. It just proves you how delayed Australia is with getting the news. They didn't know Fergie was out of the Black Eyed Peas <laughs> they didn't before know they that's booked not her. Fergie. Yeah. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Fergalicious just came out. Yeah. And then did you see how the big thing ripped when they came out through the big yeah. banner? Oh, oh. yeah. Well, that, that was the, oh, that the, was the death, death touch to the Magpies, who I had bet $50 on to win the grand final. Oh, bag milk. I would never bet on the Pies. They run out through this giant did. banner. It's like 10 stories tall to start the grand final. It's this the, is AFL in thing, Australia, yeah. everyone. This is not Connor McDavid talk, but it's close. And they, they run through and it rips and it's very exciting. Of course. And then the one team puts it up and a gust of wind shreds it. And these guys come running out ready to do the thing and it's already cut to shreds and yeah. they don't know what to do and they're just standing there. Yeah. And then the supporter who's in charge is like fan. <laughs> yeah, it's some lady or starts something. Crying. Or crying. And then the coach comes over and hugs her. <laughs> it was a thing. They're oh, fucked. No. They're it, fucked. Yeah, it was, it, it, I should have just canceled my bet right then and there. Was that you need a break? Oh, oh, for no. God's sakes, we didn't even hit any of our points. Well, you, you got your story around Connor McDavid, so in a way you did. And that just scooted over into Magpie's talk. So, well, and for all of our Australian listeners out of the 12 that listen to the podcast. Maybe Ray? Maybe Ray. <laughs> maybe Ray. Hey, if you're listening, God, so you're a good Oilers fan. Arguably, well, maybe at least in a name. Like, Steel Sidebottom, who plays for the, the Magpies, could be considered the Connor McDavid of the AFL. Hate me for that or not. Maybe they should have There's ran a Unless Ray's listening, I think everyone right now is like, gee, I wonder what's on the other Spotify channels. I'm thinking that they should have ran under the Walter Dale Bridge. That was the problem. No, we're teasing him because we're going to end with a bang. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are ending with We've a bang. We've been dragging you That's along, everyone. That's what we're doing. We're ending with a bang. Should we go to commercial? Then we're going to come back and then we're going to bang. What? Real Life Podcast, back after this. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors, teriyaki, black pepper, Maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. We're back, real life podcast. There's a Sumo Jerky bag waiting at the house. I was wondering if if it was, but it hasn't been opened. I want to do an, op- I want to do an unboxing. Do you want to do an unboxing? What do you mean? Like, like you open it and you're like, hey, and we do it like on the Insta. Oh, okay. like, oh, shit, sumo jerky, delish. Look at this flavor. Look sure. at that flavor. I'm for sale. I'm I was, the, have you checked my rate on the Cameo <laughs> <Yeah>. app? <laughs> I, I got, excited. I, that's I got excited this morning when Jay walked up with mail. Yeah. It was a package because I thought it was jerky. It day. hasn't arrived here yet? It's not here yet. It's weird how shipping works. It, there's like a four or five day window where you'll get it because that art came to the house four or five days ago. Now. Maybe because this is considered a business. Who knows? Well, anyways, I want to try an unboxing where you just open it up and say, look at these flavors. 
I can't wait to see the flavors this, this month. Mm. See, that's why the unboxing works see? so well. Yeah. Now we I got can't it. wait for you to get Lance, Lance Bass to do an unboxing. Oh, man. Well, I wonder if they would for 150 bucks. You hey. can't. You can't get an unboxing for 150 can you? Man, that'd be good, good living. Soldier you Boy send f- for, for Soldier Boy a pack of beef jerk, and he's like, what this is? And then he starts <laughs> fucking opening it up. That'd I bet you best. you could. You just got to pay the right price. It'd be more than what their 10-second shout-out personal video is, I bet. But then they but. get a snack. I feel like the rate should be lower. If I could go back and talk to meme lord Dougie House and tell him I've signed international recording star Lance Bass to a 30-second commercial, I think he'd think I'm cool. Who wouldn't think you're cool? Well, I want to impress Dougie House. As you should. He did this thing with a company called Dick at Your Doorstep. Jay, I know we're not getting paid for this, but it's tangentially related to nothing. And they make chocolate dick molds that you can send (laughs) to your buddies. All right? And then they also have a poo one that looks like a poop. And you can send it to them. And it's like 25 bucks for your frenemies. And they have all these different use cases, a divorce. I would tell you how much they're selling in fake dick chocolate, but your minds would explode. They got that big dick money, don't they? Like well over a million dollars a year in dick chocolate. And it was all run by Dougie House. Richard Chocolate. And I said, do you think you could do this again in the jerky business if you can do it for novelty poop dicks? And he said, of course I can. Dougie House. Fuck yeah. Shout out to Dougie House. Oh. I was, so nervous talk- I was nervous talking to him. He's grinding. He's on the streets. He's grinding. Yeah. He's in LA. He's pitching shows and shit, I think. Fuck yeah. And this all spawned from his memes. Yeah. Well, I think he Incredible. made memes. He was already funny. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. And then I was talking to the meme lord, Heckoff Supreme. Go ahead. Mother boy. Wow. And I was like, who's the Connor McDavid of meme lords that can help me build my business? And he's like, I'll tell you who it is. It's is Dougie. it Kaler Mimamoto? Oh, <laughs> shout out. He said, well, Dougie House, he's the guy. He's the man. Lance Bass, Dougie House, sumo jerky, Wanye Christmas fortune. That's what we're looking to attach the points. What a world. Meme Lords selling things. Although I got Tinder versus reality, some of the products that he's selling, they make me uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's an uncomfortable account. So it makes sense. He's probably, I bet you every time he posts, he sells 125 things. I bet you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because it's like you got to be a certain shade of weird. I was uh, thinking about uh, weirding up the old nation Christmas party this year. A little treat from Tinder versus Real. Oh, oh you dear. should get the dick at your doorstep. In the gift exchange? Who wouldn't enjoy that? <laughs> it's a good all time. Right, all right. So this year's Christmas exchange is getting weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll be prepared. Be ready. Let's talk about something slightly closer to home than novelty dicks. Koskinen. in makes me wonder if maybe Chirelli isn't functionally delayed inhaling paint fumes at home somehow and like close to complete cerebral shutdown. He may have learned something at Harvard State. Maybe. I think it I don't think it was a 2.5 million dollar signing, but that one which game was it we were watching we was just lighting him up. So we got he's had three starts in the last four games. First one was against Nashville, he won. Yeah. And then he absolutely shut the shut door up. against Chicago. Chicago. That's what we were watching. He was unreal. Uh-huh. Were you guys there? Yeah. In Chicago? Unreal. Yeah, it was. So he's got a, like, he's got a very interesting style in the sense of like, he, 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 he lets pucks like squirt loose and stuff. Like he's got some scary tendencies, but like he's pretty athletic and he's six, seven and in his, he can go post to post, you know, with ease, like, like a, like an Impala leaping over your car on a safari. Mm-hmm. An Impala? <laughs> yeah. Is that an animal? Yeah. 
It's not just a. It's, it's not, not just a whip. A one. Lolo? Yeah, I didn't know that. So what are they like a gazelle? Yeah, yeah, something uh, like that. Uh, no, but sorry, I, want, I wanted to be more regal. No, no, that's good. It's very it, well done. Because it is so beautiful to watch. Very well done. But like he like and and, and his and his leg work down low like like he there there is an athletic there's an athlete in that tall gangly frame. Oh, and and he's making kick saves from the corner. Well, that's too. the like thing. His like his legs his, are twelve feet long. Like they're long, but they're they move. Like they they he, he can he can use them. <laughs> I wish you guys could see what Jay's doing. He's just like Look flipping like flippers, his hands back yeah. and forth. Uh, like, if, like it's the thing. He's not. He's not just. A, he's just not a big guy who's just standing there. Like he's, he's like the monster. Like the oh, the, the monster, monster spins. Yeah, garbage. yeah. She's like a top facing the wrong. Like that glove that save he made against Detroit on Saturday against Martin Fork. Did you see the photo? Yeah, yeah, that incredible. <laughs> that, with that guy getting his mind blown through his skull in the crowd. That Can that has- be the photo for the podcast today? Oh, that photo of the guy freaking out. I honestly, and whatever this might be audacious, but I bet you that is a goal 99.9% of the time. 100%. Just zoom in on that guy. Oh, I got him. And just show his face because he's just like. You can see the moment his mind left his head. Yeah. He looks, his face looked like my face looked when I was looking at the spelling of the guy in Detroit's name. I'm like, (laughs) oh no, all the letters fell off. What is it? Farouk? Farouk. F-R-K. Martin Furk? Martin Furk. I saw from, him play in junior. He played with from Jupiter. And, what kind uh, of country named somebody? Drouin in uh, Halifax. I feel like his ancestors sold off his vowels <laughs> just to get over to this. We won't be needing these anymore. Exactly. Eleanor. Exactly. That's them coming to Ellis Island and mm-hmm. selling off the E in Furk. It's funny that we all had the same thought looking at this fucking guy's name because the other day I just tweeted what I thought was a dumb joke that kind of blew up a little bit. I was like, I wonder if on any level Martin Furk looks at... Yes, he pulled the RV and gets really jealous of all his vowels. And it, people just liked it because he's got a dumb name. No vowels. I don't like it. Something wrong with that. You're dumb, Martin Ferk. That's right. Learn to spell Ferk, people. I'm wondering if Seacrest's real name is Seacrest now. There's no way Ryan Seacrest's name is. You can Google it all you want. Ryan Seacrest is so powerful. He spawned the Kardashians. If he says his name is Seacrest, it's Seacrest. He was born Ryan John Seacrest. According to the Seacrest Corporation? Yeah. According Wikipedia, to the Seacrest Corporation. Which is always reliable and uneditable. He's from Hotlanta, Wanye. Oh, makes sense. You know For what his reason. rate would be if he was on uh, Cameo? Oh, huge money. A hundred million. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd price himself out. I'm surprised Dinkelman's not on there. <laughs> it's me, the other Ryan. <laughs> Remember me? Season one. I'm the guy who quit. <laughs> <laughs> he quit? Oh, he got gassed. No, he quit. He was, no. on, the, he was on the Stern show, probably. Uh, Howard had a com- uh, competition. It was like the biggest loser competition. <laughs> Long story short, Dunkelman, Dinkelman was a judge on it oh. because he willingly left because he didn't think American Idol was going to take off. See you later. Oh. Dinkelman. He's a Ronald Wayne of Apple. Yep. You know that guy? He's the one that sold, uh, what, for like 200 bucks or something like that? 10% of Apple, he sold for 700 bucks. He was brought in to moderate the arguments between Wozniak and Jobs. Uh It was like the ref. He's like, this is too stressful. And then he bailed. Uh, Yeah. You got Dinkelman. You got Dinkelman. Who was on the Biggest Loser contest on Stern? Uh, Pete Best was another judge. Soccer player? No, Pete Best was the guy who got replaced by Ringo in the Beatles. Oh, he was still, still alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no. he's he's saying like, oh no, I don't regret getting okay. kicked out of the Beatles. I'm oh. having a great time with my career doing. Bleh. My album's coming out right away. <laughs> it's right. called Remember Me. I was in the Beatles, Volume Eighty. Yeah, no, there was those two as the judges, and then one of his Wire Packers. I don't remember who was on it, but they just like had sad general stories. But I will always remember Dinkelman quit American Idol. What a twit. Anyways, Kostinen's a phenomenal goalie. He is. Yeah, and he is a tall drink of water. I. What do you guys think about him wearing number nineteen? It's. <laughs> 
it's weird. It's super weird, but I and, like it. And maybe it's because I'm, I'm just a traditionalist. Like, there's nothing wrong with wearing 19 as a goalie. It, it, isn't it because one of his favorite players was like Joe Sackick or Growing something? up, he was a Stevie Y guy. Stevie Y guy. What? Like, he like, loved a forward. Yeah, but he played nuts. So he wears his nuts. So I kind of like, it's it's endearing. I felt bad for him. He was nervous in his post-game interview, hey? He's so soft-spoken, talking on the ice yeah. level. We couldn't hear what the hell he was saying. He was no. talking to the mic. I could hear like a mild noise, but I couldn't. A <laughs> mild noise. I just couldn't put it together. Yeah. Jesperson couldn't get him to liven up? No, some as a lady. It was. Uh, uh, okay. She was like, what do you think? Woo! And he was like. He's yeah. good, yes? Yes, I've, I pool party. And that was <laughs> oh. it. 2.5 million later. Kaylor Mimamoto had brought up the. Uh, you, you score and they will come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then made a. What did you think about Connor about talking about Jesse the other day? Did you see that interview? No. What did he say? Where they were talking about what are your thoughts on Puliarvi? And he said uh, basically, like, he's got all the skill in the world. He just needs to be able to put it together. And, you know, I know he has problems with speaking English, and that makes it difficult for the coaches. Like, he kind of threw him under the bus a little bit. Yeah, I heard. I wouldn't say. Th- Put like called him to account. Yeah, call, yeah, like that's not. Connor's yeah. not shady. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't thrown under the bus. It, it called him to account. Like if this is like obviously he, he's seeing it as an issue, so he's got to put it out there. Yeah, I heard that the Oilers specifically instructed him to work on his English over the summer, and he did not. I can believe that. Well, I mean, when everything is given to you in English and you don't understand what the fuck's going on. Big problem. It's on you to learn. He's got to put in the work. Yari He's Curry learned. Put in the work. He watched Happy Days. Remember that story? Yeah. Who's his mentor? He must have like Yari Curry like on speed dial. Or like Esatika. Well, no, like, I guess maybe you don't want to learn English from Esatika. 53-year-old Esatika. He's like, I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want me to hang out? Maybe we should, uh, as a nation, band together and get him a Rosetta Stone or something like that. We'll teach. If the Oilers aren't going to pay to teach Yessie... Fucking English, we'll do it. I wonder how those conversations go. I wonder if it's like, hey, we went down to the U of A linguistics department and we got the number one Finnish professor at the U of A to come down and teach you how to speak English, Yessie. Or if they're just like, hey, you, here's a DVD collection of Happy Days. Curry did it 40 years ago. Yeah. And I don't know. They need to do something more. Well, it's, a two, it's, a, hey, hey, hey. it's a two-way street. 100%. Like, yes, he's got to be wanting that because obviously he's not, he's not, playing as much, not playing as well as he should. He's got to like start tackling some of these barriers or start scoring. Cause if you can put three away, every it's few his games, confidence your right English is shattered though. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's got a, like that guy. I thought after the uh, Chicago game that I thought I'm like, they're sending him down tomorrow, which I think they, I still think they should. Yeah. I mean, if he's not going to play according to Gregor, Greg and admittedly, Gregor was just guessing on the lineups tonight. Nobody had released anything yet. Yamamoto and Puliarvi are out tonight against the Caps. Yeah, send to the me, boys down. Send them down. Let him get his confidence back because yeah. if he's 20 years old and he's fucking rattled that he's going to make a mistake every single shift he's out there, then he has to go down. Let him be the big dog. You can see him think on the ice. And the fact that you, if you can, if, if that is the case, that tells you that he is not in any kind of flow state. So like, like I said, just like there's nothing wrong with it. Like, like I said, I, there is a talented player within Yessi Puliarvi. 100%. So go to Bakersfield, learn some English so you can feel comfortable communicating with your teammates, and let's get at it. Get a bronzo while you're down there. Feel good about yourself. A bronzo? Well, he's going to be in California, a nice little tan, get some vitamin D. Is a tan a bronzo? I call it a bronze. Oh. Not a bronzo. It could be a bronzo. 
bronze. Sounds, sorry, sounds like something bronzo. an Aussie would call it. I've got these earphones. Oh, on. mate, get a bronzo. Oh, get yourself a bronzo. Did you hear about the guy in Sydney who ate a garden slug? He's been in coma for eight He's years. Paralyzed for a decade, and he just passed away. Fuck. And the story was like, yeah, me and my mates are sitting in the backyard, and a slug walked across. You know how you do. I'm like, what? And he ate this fucking thing, and he and got. My like, mate says, "Hey, Waza." <laughs> What you say? You got over there and eat that slug, that mate. He's like, "Oh, don't tell me, I won't eat that slug, that mate." He goes over there and I eat the slug off that their building there, and then all of a sudden he's in a fucking coma. Ten years later, now he's Jeez. dead. Now he's dead. What is in that slug to make someone paralyzed? And it's like coma? it's like a neurological it's, yeah, attack. It's like lung. It's a disease found only in slugs, like rodent lung or so, rodent worm oh or some my shit. God. Rat lung. How bad do his buddies feel, the one that told him to go eat it? Oh, man. Thing is, though, I know a lot of Australians, <laughs> they're loose. Oh, they're way and loose. I, no part of me read that went like, no, Australian people wouldn't eat a poisonous slug. Of course they would eat a oh, poisonous yeah. slug. Josh Brown, friend of the show, mm-hmm. good friend of the nation. Guaranteed eat it. Swimming in the Brisbane River, police boat comes up next to him and goes, you need to get out of the river, mate. There's brown sharks in it. And he looked at the cop while swimming in the eye and goes, maybe the brown shark needs to worry about me. And the police were like, you're all right, mate. They drove off and left him swimming in the river. Like, that's the people that you're dealing with here. These are fearless folk. They live in a country where everything can kill you. Everything can kill them. My rules when I was traveling is if there was a loud, boisterous group of people, they were either A, English or B, Australian. And there was no in between. No. The stereotypical American tourist I thought I would run into was Australian. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. I don't mean in a bad way, uh, but like, you know, you hear these stories about like Texans or like, yeah, America number one. Never saw that. Saw a lot of Australians yelling Aussie, Aussie, Aussie everywhere I went, but they were all good fun. Oh, they're a great time. Let's take a break. We'll be back after this real life podcast. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands, where prairie grown rye meets mountain spring water, where we pull dragons from the ground. We choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hand in your liquor store and visit RigHandDistillery.com. We're back. Real Life Podcast. We are getting to it. It's the 97th episode. This is one's been all about Connor McDavid. And by all about, we mean barely about. Getting to it. I love the tagline. Uh, Coom is uh, trying to make dive in his tagline for don't for the don't air reviews. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> anyways, we digress. Can that be per- the name of this one? We're getting to it. Absolutely, hundred percent. Connor McDavid, we're getting to it. <laughs> yeah, we're like Jimmy Kimmel, always thanking like uh, or, or apologizing to Matt yeah. Damon for not being able to get him on. We'll get to Connor eventually. You'll see. How about the bank ad? With his brother, Bag Milk. Oh, Cam. Cam's in the mix. This is the most... He's improving at everything, including ads. There were several guffaws in that ad. But Connor, when are we flying out? Not for three more hours. I have stuff to do. Come on. Doesn't matter. I felt the caption in that ad was so weird because they're trying to loop in the fact he's going to Edmonton. I was just still like, I don't get it. Still. Oh, flying from Toronto to Edmonton? Yeah. yeah, that wasn't great. I'm just happy Cam's in the mix. I'm happy Cam. Connor must be doing a deal. Where he gets paid a dollar to do those ads, mm-hmm. and Cam gets four million, and then Cam takes the money and invests it in McDavid Brothers Holding Co. out of Zurich, and ipso facto, no taxo paydo, no extra money for Connor. Smart. Connor's yeah. going to touch that money forty years from now. It's been compounding offshore. Oh well, yeah. Genius. If I'm Connor and Cam's in finance, I hire Cam to run my money. 
Because you know he's not going to rip you off because the McDavid's are salt of the earth people. And he's a banker too, is he not? I believe, I believe he is. I think he's an investment banker or maybe not that level or some sort of commercial banker. But I remember seeing something to that effect. I'm a big fan of Connor bringing his brother in the mix. If Connor yeah. gives his brother free reign and Cam makes good investment decisions, Cam could make Connor more money than Connor can make for himself. Exactly. And that would deal him the pull position at Christmas when That's you're getting right. in line for the buffet. He could That's be fair. his Charlie Munger. Right? The guy who man- manages... Uh, yeah, Charlie Munger. Good reference. Thank you. The, ma- the guy who manages Magic's money and Shaq's money. At this point, they've probably made them more money than they did oh, playing ball. Easily. Cam... You could be that guy. You could be wearing brown leather shoes in airports, rock, walking around with multiple phones. Like in, you're in a CIBC ad. Jay, they didn't pay. <laughs> Said their name. It's part of the story. It was hard for me to edit it out. I went and waited until the end. There was a weird part. Jared, edit that out, please. <laughs> there was a weird part about that commercial for me was just general reactions on social media. I don't know if you guys saw any of this. Of course I do. But the nation was getting mentions like, oh, I really wish Connor was focusing on hockey rather than making fucking TV commercials. Oh, shut oh the fuck God. up. And I was laughing, like looking at him. Clearly his flow is in the early stages of McFlow evolution. He probably yeah. shot that in like July. Exactly. Yeah. In a morning at Pearson. Oh my God. And people Cam collected so, 4 million. the same people are like, Winnipeg has an airport. I don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't have an airport. If they did and you Googled, does Winnipeg have an airport? It would say yes. Would CTV report? Them landing in Fargo and busting to Winnipeg if it was not indeed a fact? Would, would, would Winnipeg City Council be doing a Kickstarter right now? Buy us an airport? It's close to tipping, boys. They need $150 million. Getting close. <laughs> Getting real close. Return your empties. Help Winnipeg get their airport. They let deserve Cam travel. Mc, yeah, let air. Cam McDavid earn seven figures. Oh, yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Let Cam get rich. People need to understand, like, yeah, we want Connor to be playing hockey and doing the things and he is playing hockey and doing the things, but he's also because he's such a brand. This is everything that comes with it. Is it our Pittsburgh fans mad? Because why is Sidney Crosby playing with these Kenyan kids when he should be practicing with the penguins? <laughs> Look at him going inside and out in that Jeez. Kenyan guy with no shin pads. That's not his team. <laughs> what a selfish asshole. Yeah, that's a good point. There's no way Pittsburgh fans are complaining about Crosby being in a Tim Hortons. Commercial to be fair, right? we don't know. Well, and fun. I bet you there is a segment of Penn's fans that complain. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And I'm sure there was people when Ovi raised the cup in the Capitals Twitter sphere, sphere that were like, well, you can do it this year, but can you do it in the uh, next year? Think about all the D-men we have to re-sign. Well, like, we, we, we should do a deep dive on it. I think it might be a, like it, I, the Canadian hockey fan versus the American hockey fan. Like it goes bad. Like we all like we live and breathe the stuff. So we way, are way more critical and way more analytical about it. So I'm wondering if there is a difference between different fandoms. Like, I bet you Leafs fans would be just like Oilers fans and maybe not Flames fans as much because that's just a weird market altogether. But couldn't that be partially because there hasn't been a Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup since 94? 93. Yeah. Could that be part of it? It means the world to us up here and we're on our 25th anniversary of Sweet Tweet. Or maybe you're just a hockey fan and you don't also like other sports. Because if you're like a basketball guy, as an example, those guys are always doing ads. Who cares? I did a poll on Twitter. Shout out to myself. Go ahead. Are you happy with the Oilers season? And Fuck it was yeah. Like, I am very happy. Yeah. I am very, very happy. I am very, very, very yeah. happy. I, I am miserable. I picked oh, the most Dakin, positive one. Yeah. Dakin put, I'm miserable. No, Dakin sent me a thing like, <laughs> oh, I've never been so wrong in my whole life. And I sent him back this snarky gif of like a guy in the office writing on a piece of paper and staring at him really snarkily. But... 
I think like 18% of people just said, I am miserable. Yeah. I think it's the danger of social media. I think you have, if you have like a predilection to being depressed or you have a likelihood of high anxiety or whatever, like you'll find that content online oh, yeah. and it'll just echo around in your brain. I made a dumb meme today for ON's Instagram account. I saw this. The haters one? Yeah, the haters Genius. one. Genius. And this guy in the comments is like, yeah, but they should be in first. Like, fuck off, man. Have a good time. Larson's plus 53 in four seasons or three seasons. Four seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons. Yeah. Plus 53. Uh, so I tweeted that. Come at me, Larson haters. And people are like, mm, Taylor Hall has the uh, trophy and uh, <laughs> is in a subway ad. And I don't see uh, Larson with the subway ad. And uh, there's just a percentage of people who are miserable fucks. The problem is on Twitter, they there are a disproportionately high number of tweets. Well, and they find each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they create Oilers Nation. The next thing you know, Chirelli's getting his ass handed uh, to him on the internet every 15 minutes. But I think we've been overly, mostly positive through everything. For sure. Well, that, else I would have jumped off the high level bridge a long time ago. I ran out of ideas for articles three years ago, Bag Milk, because there was no more ways to make the same jokes about everything's going to turn out fine. And I didn't want in the Connor era to be on there being another negative voice in the crowd. It's hard. It's hard to come up with funny content. It's hard to come. I don't know how you guys do it day in and day out. We need to shift. We've like, like, and it's not like I, like I said, I've always been positive, but when you haven't made the playoffs for 10 years, how can you say something positive about the team? There's actually something You're wrong. You're a Browns fan. But uh, go Brownies. Lost <laughs> again this weekend. I watched it with joy. You just hate yourself in the sports world. I just, but it's. It's kind of cool. You called them Brownies. Yeah, it's, uh. it's. I just it, it it's so good to connect with the fans of team of 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 those teams like because there's so many war stories to share but like it's about the community when it's teams like that it's not about just being arrogant oh well we win and that's why we're awesome it's like no like I am a long term pain filled fan of this team like not like that kid who uh, tweeted out that picture from Boston where he's seen eleven parades or whatever yeah. and he's fifteen yeah so he since he doesn't even know what pain is right like so i have i have a connection to that like you hear these guys i've been a browns fan for 15 years and you just you share stories and like there's so much similarity and it just all goes back down to the love for your city and the love for your team has the have oilers fans hit browns levels of sad uh because what what have they been out of the playoffs for forever uh well and they didn't win a game for like two years that's yes but like it's it's but it's different right like it's they, they only play 16 Money games and whatever yeah they draft exactly they draft their taylor hall yeah who well you said money man oh but so i said they draft oh i see but, but manziel is more like a yakupov and yeah, maybe yeah whatever but no. uh yeah bag milk sure you yeah. like football? <laughs> just, a, just a, I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it, but I'm not a football guy. <laughs> I, I don't like, well, yeah, I, I watch it because so I can chirp my friends in my fantasy thing, but uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, I, I just resonate with that. But anyways, Tom will be positive. We've now got a kid on our team. Bringing it back to Connor. This guy is finding his swag now in terms of leading the team. And when we had Brandon Davidson in here, who's now probably hated after that last Chicago game and whatever, uh, do you text Rick after that? Oh, yeah. 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 Rick, Rick was having like an emotional crisis. That oh, yeah. yeah. His he was boy delicate. hit his other boy. Yeah. Yeah he, was del- yeah, he was delicate. But just even hearing him say like Connor is now starting to find his voice in the room as he's maturing and getting older and getting more confident as to just instead of using 
his play on the ice to lead the team. He's now becoming a voice in the team. He's now growing longer hair and he's now more sexier when he's presenting his voice to the Remember team. Remember the feathered bangs when he accepted the Molson Cup? Yeah. He looked like young Gretzky. I oh, love man. how disinterested he was collecting that. Doesn't give two shits. But he had no. Farrah Fawcett hair. Fuck. Unbelievable. I'm with Jay on that one in the sense that he's just like, all right, let's wrap this stupid thing up and just... It's uh, not I disrespectful, just to, though. I just no, to never dis- disrespectful. Oh, no, oh, no, not disrespectful. Both their hands. Oh, never disrespectful. Yes. But you can tell he's just like, I just want to play hockey. That's when he's doing interviews. That's when he's doing bank ads for yeah. a brand we shan't be naming. Yeah. He's disinterested with everything except scoring goals, getting snipes, and, and winning with his team. Yeah, I even I, like the leadership thing. Even the Puliarvi needs to step up his English. That's not disrespectful. Nope, no. Nope. That's just stating fact. Saying, "Hey, man." I like though that Connor isn't like a fake smiler. I like that he isn't like, "Hi there, Gene. What's the biz?" Yeah, you got to <laughs> earn that smile. Oh yeah, and that's why when he smiles after funky goals, it's so heartwarming. Yeah, you you know he's actually pumped. Mm-hmm. His little gummy smile, his little gold teeth. But Smiling Connor and fired up Connor are my favorite Connor. So I think this is what we're seeing. Like we're sitting what are we eight four and one? Yes, eight four and one. Well, we should be undefeated. So I'm very pissed off. So let's you know, <laughs> let's now drill down and critique why Connor McDavid is the worst fucking hockey player in the league. Um, is I, Dan wearing pants? Dan is wearing pants. Oh, he's back. I thought he was gonna. Dan is wearing pants. And he's not running. Uh, only after losses he yeah. runs. And it's kilometers under five hundred. Uh, it's a kilometer each loss. Uh, actually, I don't remember. Plus a kilometer under I think I'm the only one doing the actual wins losses. I don't know what those boys upstairs are doing. Who knows? So you're just drinking brum? are not as committed as you bag milk. No, of course not. You're drinking brum? No, well, I'm waiting on the brum right now. I've got my house beers going. Okay. I've got my house beers, (laughs) the brew houses. The house beers, I love it. Yeah. People are chirping me. You know what? I've decided that I hate beer snobs. Oh. Doing the the booze cast after wins. I, I fucking I hate beer too. snobs. Did any beet yeah, snobs ever like, oh, you're eating Lamley's brand beets? Why wouldn't you eat Smith's brand beets? And no, it was always go like, off on their unicycle. You need to eat like an actual dish, not a can of beets. Well, I'm like, well, I'm not going to whip up something at 1130 at night. I'm just going to open the can and away. My name is Bagged Milk. Do you think I understand how to make any <laughs> yeah. sort of anything? Yeah, I'm very take myself very seriously. Yes. Beers. Way better. Sorry, so they're eight, four, and one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had a big rant going, and then we started talking I'm sorry, about beats. Buddy, so I, I, I didn't mean to. It. I didn't mean to catch you off. I just wanted no, to know. No, if no, no. This, this is the nature. You were talking of the about being positive. You are talking about yeah. changing narratives. Yeah. Changing the, we got to. Fl- oh yeah, we need to flip it. Yeah, we're, we're we need flipping to flip it, it. and because because Connor is clearly doing his part to now flip what the the negativity in the room because now he's got his voice. He's now you know. He's leading by example as always, but I actually think he's getting the boys fired up. I think this Trent Yanni thing, as Gregor portrayed in his article there recently on OthersNation.com, uh, he has created a bunch of a positive vibe around the defensemen, and now they're playing good. Like Oscar Kleffbaum and Adam Larson together, lights out this year. I like. I am literally moments away from buying an Adam Larson jersey. I think he should. Plus 53. I think he should. I fucking love that guy. And the fucking dude's entertaining. Oh, Follow yeah. him on Instagram. He's hilarious. He's yeah, he is He's dry. He's just, I just yeah. oh like man, a, the dry like a Swedish humor. piece of skirt of toast. Ah, uh, he loves a celebratory snooze. I guarantee it. Oh, for sure he does. I wish that that again. We've said it a million times. I wish the personality that they show on their socials that could just come out. You know what I mean? I would love to see Gene ask Adam Larson a jo- uh, question after the game or whatever, and he cracks a joke and everybody laughs. Because that's I, the guy he is, but no, he's got to give his plugged in answers. I hope it's coming. Uh, and I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast, but when the Swedes were here, we got to go to the pregame skate against um, Pittsburgh. 
and uh, the Penguins bag milk. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Penguins. You've heard that from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you saw the Oilers come on, and they did their thing, and it was all kind of like serious and whatnot. And then the Penguins came on, and they're like, because you know they do like two and ones, do plays, whatever. And like, there's like if they if they score on their two one, they're laughing, they're celebrating. Like it was a different, completely different vibe in they're the loose. two pregame skates. Loose, friendly, you know, like funny, having fun. Uh, completely different situation. So Oilers obviously feel a lot of pressure right now, and they're just starting to kind of looks like they're putting together a bit of a season here. So hopefully that looseness kind of comes. But like this is what I think Connor's going to help provide, and this is obviously what coaching has helped provide because. As Gregor alluded to, like the defensemen are, are feeling a lot more confident and loose. All this positivity goes a long way because, as you know, as 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 I said and we said going into the season, like those same asshole mainstream media guys that watched the Oilers and said they were going to win the cup last year, and then two months in the season started then being like, well, of course they suck because this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm you know, are still, we're coming into this season with some negativity and now two months in, we'll be like, Oh, of course they're good because this, 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 and this, like the team on paper is solid. It's revisionist history. It's like everyone in queen writing the story because of Freddie Mercury's life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we told you this was going to happen, but, but it's, it's, it's there. So we just need, Oh shit. Here we go. Oh, but we just, a, would you just jump the gun? He's going to play us he out. He's teasing. He's teasing. Getting, Oscar know, hook. He's just Getting the Oscar hook. But it's just, it's just telling us like, is like there's, there is obviously some positivity and we're unlocking that confidence in this team. And we're seeing it. Boys, before we get played off, there's four games between this real life podcast and the next. Yes. The Oilers could be 12 and four. Who are we playing? I know we're playing Washington, Washington Tampa Bay, Florida, Colorado. So before we go, Jared, keep your finger off the nuclear strike because we're going to get you in on this. We're going to—I know you probably don't even care who wins. I'm ask you some questions: <laughs> Washington, Tampa Bay, Florida, and then Colorado. Jay, I want you to go down the list. Are they going to beat Wash? Uh, well, Wash is starting a weirdo backup tonight, so yes. Uh, I think I think Edmonton is in good position to win. Bag milk. I'm going to say they win tonight. Jared? No, they're not going to win tonight? Holy oh, That is why he's not on the microphone. That's why he wants to play us out. Oh, I see. I call Oilers win. I think okay. that they own the Washington Capitals. We do actually play pretty well against them. We match up well. Well, if they play like they did uh, you know, last week or whatever it was, the, that, that was money. One of the best games I've seen the Oilers play in a long time. I could also see the Caps looking to thump the oil tonight, yes. coming yeah. home and whammy bo bammy. But Connor McDavid, number ninety-seven, not today. Maybe he'll go out and play with his heart in his chest because he knows it's the ninety-seventh episode of the Real Life Podcast. Do it for us. Do it for Cam and the other twelve. Do it for the Penguin for the bank that can't be named. <laughs> Tampa Bay, Jay, will they win? Oh, that's a tough one. Back to back. I, I obviously I want to be positive. Uh, I'm going to say it's an overtime loss. OT. Bagman? I'm, I'm going to say that one's a loss just because that's a really ugly back-to-back. Jared? It's very ugly, yeah. Loss? Win? Ooh, wow. It's gonna win. Whoa. Oh, okay. Okay. The backwards, yeah. man. The backwards, I'm going to take... Uh, that's an excellent uh, reference. I'm going to take the others to win again. Florida? <laughs> that's a <laughs> W. That's a W. Oh, that is, that is auto-dub. Thank you, Florida. Jared win. Yay. Edmonton win. Colorado. That's another tough one. 
I thought Colorado was supposed to be a stink stink bomb. Now they're good again. They're, they're, they're good, good they've again. Got, uh, they've got they've got some firepower. Nathan McKinnon's on fire. So how much separation is there between the Florida and Colorado game? Good question. Florida's on a Thursday at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard, if you believe in longitude and latitude. Colorado is on Sunday at 7.30. Ah, rested. Well rested. They have a chance to get acclimatized to the mile high, mile high air. Talking like legal weed? <laughs> yeah, both. Uh, what a time to be alive. Quickly! This is tough. Uh, yeah, we're going to win because Connor wants to show Ranton and he's the fucking boss of the NHL. We're going to finish this off off air. We've been played off. Real life podcast. Back never. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.